Income Tax Podcast with Mike Grinning. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Creative Chats. It's the podcast for artist makers and content creators where we talk about creativity, the creative process, and story. I'm your host, Mike Brennan. You can connect with me over on Instagram. I'm at MikeBone. And you can check out some of my work on my website, which is MikeBrennan.me. I'd also love to extend an invitation to you to join our free Facebook group called Daily Creative Habit. And it is a place where creatives of all types are showing up to say, I want to be more consistent in my creativity. And if that's you, we would love to have you over there. You can do that and also sign up for our Daily Creative Habit email newsletter that will come right to your inbox. It's filled with some inspiration and daily creative prompts. Again, this will come right to you. All you have to do is go to dailycreativehabit.com to join the group and also sign up for the email newsletter. I want to share with you a few thoughts today about the benefit of a daily creative habit. Now, obviously, you guys know that I talk about a daily creative habit all the time. And it's because it's been my experience. It's been my story. It's the thing that has made the most difference in my creative life and honestly, uh, in my passion and in my focus. And it helps me show up even outside of what I do, quote, creatively. And so I wanted to talk about a few things that I've identified as benefits of establishing a daily creative habit. Now, the first thing is it's a place for you to have permission. And what I mean by that is so many times we disqualify ourselves from the creative process, from even thinking about ourselves as a certain type of creative. Or maybe we tell ourselves that we can't do a certain type of creative expression. We don't have the skill set. We're not good enough. We compare ourselves to others. Somewhere along the way, someone discouraged us. Someone spoke words to us that didn't allow us permission. And we carry that around with us to this day. I mean, if I asked you, think about when you were a kid an experience that you had, whether it was a teacher or some parent, an authority figure, a sibling, someone in your life who spoke words of doubt or discouragement in terms of your creativity. They looked at a drawing that you did and they said, oh, you're doing it wrong. You're coloring outside the lines. You're not supposed to do that. Or they said, you're using the wrong colors. Or they said, you can't sing. Please stop doing that. My ears hurt. Right? Whatever it is that they said, they spoke doubt into you. And you've carried that for a really long time. Perhaps you're still carrying it today. So a daily creative habit actually gives you a place for you to show up for you. It gives you permission. Now, the truth is we don't really need permission. We don't need permission to show up and exercise our creativity. You don't have to ask somebody, hey, do you mind if I draw something today? You don't have to ask somebody, do you mind if I write a song today? Now, obviously, if it's incorporating somebody around you um, in your creativity, you want to be sure to ask, but that's a different type of permission. What I'm talking about is permission to act, 
you have all the permission you need. It's simply within yourself to decide that you are going to show up and create and then keep showing up and keep creating. So a daily creative habit gives you a place to be able to do that, to, to flex that muscle, to say, I'm going to choose me again and again and again. I'm giving myself permission where maybe somebody in the past didn't. I'm recognizing that I don't need someone else to give me that permission. I'm giving it to myself. So that's the first thing. The first benefit of a daily creative habit is permission. The second one is self-discovery. I think this is really important because if we don't have a place where we can play and experiment, break some things, ask some questions, we'll never dive deep. We'll never get real curious. And we won't find out those things that truly light us up. I think there's something to be said about the process of self-discovery that helps us understand our creativity, that helps us understand why we like certain types of creative expressions, what speaks to us. You know, for me, this journey led me to a place where I realized that for much of my art school existence, in terms of illustration or fine art, you know, the drawing classes, what was championed was photorealism. And that was something that frustrated me, honestly. When I would try to do a photorealistic rendering, I would be frustrated with the process. I'd be frustrated with the outcome. Now, there is a certain amount of, yes, if you apply yourself, it's a learned skill. You figure out where you need to improve. You keep doing things over and over again. You practice looking and seeing, and you practice the techniques with your hand in the actual drawing process. But for me, I really didn't want, at the end of the day, a photorealistic rendering to be the finish line. I was more interested in doing something that felt more me. And this process of self-discovery in a daily creative habit led me to understand that, you know what, actually, I don't like the process of trying to create something in a photorealistic style. I'm a mess. Like, my desk is messy. Um, I often spill some things or <laughs> drip some things, you know, when I'm not intending to, you know, when I'm creating some art and you have those splatter marks. I used to get really upset in the beginning when I'd be like, oh, I just did this amazing thing and now I've spilt something on it. There's splatter marks. I've ruined it. And I had to reframe that conversation. And actually, even more so than just allowing those things and saying, well, that's a, quote, happy accident. I actually started to embrace it and said, what happens if I do more of that? Because there's something about that that I actually like. There's something that feels more me because I'm a mess. And if I embrace my mess, how far can I push this? And so instead of trying to get really rigid and tight and controlled in my drawing and really precise 
in my painting and my mark making, I decided what happens if I loosen up even more? What happens if I splatter uncontrollably? And then I realized, you know what? I really like the way this looks. I really like the energy that is put on the page by me engaging with this process. This was self-discovery for me. It was understanding that this is how I want to show up. This is what speaks to me. And if I can do this in such a way that feels right, that feels authentic, then I bet it's going to speak to some other people too. So a daily creative habit gives you a place for self-discovery, to try things, to ask questions, to play, to experiment. Number three, benefit of a daily creative habit is actually clarity and alignment. What do I mean by that? It's in doing the work that clarity comes, right? Because it's action. Taking action brings clarity. It's not the other way around. So many times we wait for clarity on something before we want to act. We want a sure thing. We want to know how do I do this completely? What is going to be the end result before I even attempt to do something? But the truth is, it kind of is tied to the self-discovery in that you get in there and you just try a bunch of things. And you figure out what speaks to you. You figure out what works, what doesn't work. There's clarity that comes because you figure out, oh, there's a bunch of things I don't want to do. If I had to do this and only this, if I had to do a lot of this type of work or creating, I would just hate this. And so there's clarity in knowing what you don't want to do and how you don't want to do it. There's clarity on things that when you realize why you're doing something, like what's underneath your love of comic book art or your love of really dark music. There's a story there. There's something usually connected to our past, to our experiences, to relationships. There's a feeling. There's an experience we've had. And understanding why we're drawn towards creating certain types of things and what those connections are, there can be tremendous clarity. Because then we understand why we're creating what we're creating and harness the power to create even more on purpose. There's alignment that can come in a daily creative habit because you're showing up consistently, right? You're showing up again and again, and there's alignment because you're knowing when things are misaligned a lot easier because you're in tune, you're in touch with yourself and with your creativity. You're understanding what's important to you. You're understanding your process. You're understanding your goals. You're understanding this clarity that comes of, oh, this is really what I want to do. And when you know what it is that you really want to do, it makes saying no to all the other things a lot easier. You can focus. I spent so much time in my creativity unfocused. Honestly, there are still moments where I still feel the struggle of being unfocused because I have multiple interests in things. But the more and more that I drill down, the more that I press into this journey and show up every single day and do things and ask questions and process, more clarity comes, more alignment comes. 
And sometimes there's evolution, right? You don't want to keep creating the same thing the same way over and over and over again. You're not a machine. You want to be creative. You want things to evolve as well as yourself to evolve in the process. And having a place to show up to do that in a daily creative habit gives you that clarity and alignment. So recap, number one was permission. Number two, self-discovery. Number three, clarity and alignment. Number four, it's a place for you to hone your skill. A daily creative habit gives you a place to hone your skill simply because you know that you're showing up every single day. I share all the time how in the beginning, I was coming back to, to my art thinking, is this even possible, first off? And saying, I need to give myself parameters that are attainable. I knew that it had been a really long time since I had sat down and tried to like paint something or draw something for hours on end. I wasn't sure that I could do that and I didn't want to set myself up for failure immediately because then I was afraid I'd throw out the whole process and convince myself that, no, it was not possible to come back to my art. And so what did I do? I, I said, I'm going to carve out five or 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes a day and do a simple drawing. I'm going to draw a coffee cup. I'm going to draw some flowers. I'm going to draw my pet. Whatever it is, whatever around me, it's not necessarily about that actual thing. It's not actually about that drawing itself. In that moment, it's about the process of me showing up and engaging. And it's amazing because what happens is then it actually does improve your skill because you're showing up more, right? It's practice. That's what a daily creative habit is. It's practice, daily practice. If you've ever had to learn an instrument, Maybe it was in school or maybe you still continue to play an instrument. You know that, especially in the early days, it's all about practice. You're learning notes. You're learning scales. You're learning chords. You're learning all these things. And then you have to practice them. And you set a timer and you practice for a certain amount of time. And you, you set yourself up with little goals so that you can show up and build and add on to things. And then it's something that you don't think about as hard, right? You know where to put your fingers or you know what to do, how to engage with the instrument, how to make that certain noise or that sound. And the more that you engage with that, the more skillful you become in your craft. It's repetition, it's practice. And a daily creative habit gives you that place, right? Because you're showing up every single day. It's not about the one specific piece of work that you do. It's about the cumulative effect of showing up again and again and again, and it's getting better every single day. You're moving things towards a much more skillful execution. So that's how you get better, right? It's a muscle. You work it out, and a daily creative habit gives you that place to be able to do that. So number one, permission. Number two, self-discovery. Three, clarity and alignment. Four, it's a place to hone your skill and finally, five, consistency. It builds in you consistency. That's what a daily creative habit does. That's why it's daily. So many people ask me, well, look, I don't know that I have time for 
something every day? I mean, does it have to be daily? Or, or like they think, well, what I want to create is so much larger. I can't simply do this in a day. I don't want to rush through something. Maybe it's a really large painting or maybe it's an entire book. And people say, well, I, I don't. I don't work that way. I can't sit down and create something significant every single day. And my pushback is always, look, it's not about the end product or result. It's about, in the beginning especially, becoming consistent. It's about showing up. It's about knowing that you can show up again and again and again. And I can say this because I spent so many years not showing up. I mean, I share about how I spent 10 years doing absolutely nothing, not creating art, to only come back to my art after suffering from depression. But before that point, even in my like young adult years, I would like flirt with my art, right? I mean, I was doing some things because maybe if I was in art school, I had projects I had to do. But in terms of like things that were passion projects or things that were like, I just feel like creating today, there were stretches that were long periods of time. I would go maybe weeks or maybe, you know, a couple of months later on in life. And it was thinking, well, I need large chunks of time to do what I need to do. And inevitably, what would happen is I'd say, okay, I have this Saturday. And I have most of the day. So I'd show up Saturday and then I'm like, oh, wait, where are my supplies? Where's the resources that I need to use in the process of creating? And then I'd go on the hunt for that stuff. And then I'd set that stuff up and I'd try and set up my environment. And then I'm thinking, okay, well, what am I going to actually create? I'm not feeling very inspired right now. I knew that I wanted to show up at this particular time and I've done that. But now what? And then start stressing about the fact that I was short on ideas. And then all that process ate up most of the time that I had set aside to actually create. And I found myself not really creating anything that I felt great about. And I wasn't consistent. It was trying to follow the muse, right? Like when I feel inspired, then I'll sit down and do something. And then, it's, oh, but I can't because I have all these other responsibilities. I have all these other things and other people need pieces of me and et cetera, et cetera. And then there's, you know, the inconsistent thought of what my work looks like. I'm all over the map. I'm creating one thing one day and something completely different uh, the next month. And there was no consistency for me to drill down and figure out, do I really love this thing that I'm trying to create? Like, do I love this process? Do I love this material, the tools that I'm using? Do I know enough about this stuff to actually feel like I'm making a difference in my creativity and in what it is that I'm creating? You can't simply just pick up a tool for the first time and expect perfection. Yet so often that's what we, what, what we, we want the experience to be like. But that's not what happens. We need to, to figure it out. We need to play. We need to learn how to do something. And then we can start to employ it on a regular basis. That's where the consistency comes in. It's showing up again and again and again. And, you know, some people have said, well, I'm just, I'm not wired like that. I'm, I'm kind of flighty or I'm all over the place or I have so many responsibilities. I have time constraints. I don't have, you know, I quote, I can never find the time. Um, it's not a matter of finding time. It's a matter of making time. 
It's prioritizing, right? We know that. We hear that. When we hear somebody else say that, a matter of fact, you just heard me say that, you might have rolled your eyes like so hard. You're still rolling your eyes at me because <laughs> you're like, I get it, Mike. Right. Whatever. We don't find time. We make time. And I'm just not making time because it's not a priority. Right. But we don't want to fess up to that. We don't want to own that because it's uncomfortable. Because it means that there's really more in our control than we want to admit. It's so much easier to blame our schedules, to blame the people around us, to blame our jobs, to blame lack of inspiration, to blame anything and everything except the fact that we ourselves have not taken agency over our own creativity. We're not showing up for ourselves because we're not prioritizing, because we don't believe that we are really valuable as a creative person. Maybe we don't believe we are creative or not like somebody else. You know, we get into the comparison trap. And we don't believe that what we create is really going to make that much of a difference in our lives or the lives of the people around us. It's taking a hard look at that. And sometimes forcing yourself to show up every single day, even if it's for 10 minutes, gives you a place to hash some of that stuff out, to confront some of those things, to realize that I've been blaming when really there's no one to blame but myself. And then to actually start to take steps to move past that, to recognize your own value in your creativity, in your process, in your creative results. It's consistency. It's showing up. It's doing work that's great and work that's not so great. It's doing a lot of bad work to get to the good work. It's being dependable in your creativity. Like you can depend on yourself to show up because you know that you need it as a person. Because when you don't show up that you feel off. And when you feel off, the people around you are also affected. And they're like, dude, go create something, go do something, go write, go draw, go sing, go do whatever it is that you need to do because you're like cranky, right? <laughs> you're not showing up like you need to show up because something's off. And that something off is, is you not choosing yourself, you not showing up for yourself and your creativity. So it's becoming consistent in that. So you keep those things in check. It's becoming consistent so that you're not one of those quote flaky artists. Because so many people in business are afraid to deal with the creative people because they're the weird ones. They're the ones where, man, I don't know. Uh, that creativity is a little bit scary because I can't control it. I can't measure it. And if I can't control it or measure it, then that's a little dangerous. But yet if we become creatives who are consistent dependable, reliable, we can start to change some of the conversation, especially in the corporate space, to be somebody that is a person of your word, to be somebody who is dependable. And, and let me say this, consistency does not mean boring. It does not mean static and uncreative. Consistency just means that you're going to do what it is that you say you're going to do. You're going to show up, you're going to create. You're going to be dependable. That when somebody sees the things that you've created in the past and they want you to do that for them, 
that they can hire you to do that or ask you to do that with confidence because they know that you're going to follow through. You're not going to get bored and set it aside. You're not going to flake out and not follow through. We've done that to ourselves as creative people. We've given ourselves a bad name in a lot of places because we've lacked that consistency, that dependability, that reliability. It's time we take that back. And one of the ways, again, that I've done that is through a daily creative habit. It's being consistent daily. You figure out the parameters of how you need to show up, when you need to show up, where you need to show up, but just show up, please, for yourself, for the people around you, for the work that's inside of you that has yet to come out that is going to make all the difference in your life and in this world. There are ideas that are buried deep in you that have not hatched yet. There's a level of work that you have not attained yet because you have not been consistent. That's why this stuff is so important to me. It's not simply like the latest trend or fad or it's something that I'm talking about just because I need content to talk about as a creative person. Like there are people that I listen to sometimes online and, and I see them showing up and I can tell this is just like the flavor of the month. But for me, this is my life. Like this is my experience. This is my journey. That's why I'm so passionate in talking about this stuff. That's why I'm so open-handed in sharing my experiences, the good, the bad, the ugly, all this stuff. That's why I show up again and again and again every single week on this podcast. That's why I show up every single day for my own creativity. That's why I've put together the Daily Creative Habit email newsletter to encourage you all to show up for your creativity, to give you tools and resources to share my story and experiences and say, look, let's do this together. Because it's in a daily creative habit that you can show up and things will happen in a way that they would never happen otherwise. You've got this one life. Don't you want to use it and maximize and leverage all the time that you have, all the creativity that you can muster? Leave your mark, sometimes literally, on this world. So just recapping quickly, the benefits of a daily creative habit. Number one, permission. Give yourself permission to show up to create. Number two, self-discovery. Find out who you are creatively and why what you create is important to you. Number three, clarity and alignment. The more that you do here, the more that you, you uncover, the more clarity comes, the more that you can say no to because you know what the right things to say yes to are and it's aligned with who you are as a person. Number four, it's a place to hone your skill. You show up again and again, it's, it's exercise, it's practice, and you get to practice those techniques and those abilities, and that grows. And finally, number five, it's consistency. You show up again and again and again. You become reliable, dependable for yourself and for those around you. And you show up in such a way that the consistency leads you places that flirting with your creativity never will. I hope this stuff has been helpful for you. I hope it's challenging, honestly. It's been challenging for me to live this out and to continue to live this out. But I believe that this is how we get to the best work yet. 
the stuff that that's not even come, the stuff that we haven't thought about yet, and doing it in a way that's skillful, that's masterful, doing it in a way that's passionate, connected with who we are as a person, the things that are important to us. There are going to be trials. There are going to be missteps. There are going to be days where you want to give up. And maybe you do give up, but then you come back. But there will also be days of breakthrough, days of amazing opportunities, days where you create something that impacts somebody else's life and you just can't even believe it. It's all part of the journey. You just need to show up for it. As I always end these episodes, when I challenge you with my thoughts and my experiences, today, go create something. Thanks for listening today. I'd appreciate it if you would subscribe, leave a rating and a review. It really helps this podcast be seen and heard by others.